0: Welcome to the Just for Kicks podcast. We are coming to you on a historic day. Unfortunately, part of that history includes the United States losing in the round of 16 to the Netherlands. We'll get to Messi and Argentina in a minute, but first, Steve, how are you feeling? Strange place to be in. want to be grateful, but this one stings.
1: Rough to sit here post-mortem, honestly. Uh, Tough pill to swallow today for the USA, but the Netherlands are the better team. We definitely got an education on how important taking chances and staying focused is. The Netherlands were more mature in those moments, but there's a lot to be positive about for the USA.
0: The Netherlands were more mature in those moments um, and more poised with their finishing. We could have been in an extraordinarily advantageous position very quickly. Christian Pulisic, did not take advantage of Tyler Adams' dirty work and kicked it straight at the Dutch keeper. In the second minute, uh, had he bent it, lobbed it, um, found any way to get it around, and in the back of the net, we would have been in an extraordinary position to control this fixture. But taking a step back, there are reasons to be optimistic. Steve, what do you expect from us moving forward?
1: we have a lot of room to grow and maybe just maybe in four years, we can go a step further and spring one of these historic upsets. But
0: if we are eventually going to get past a Dutch team or a Belgium side that we lost in heart and agonizing fashion, how do we grow into that? How do we take the next step? Where are the foundational issues?
1: How does that happen? I think today once and for all, despite his successes prior to and within this tournament, prove Berhalter is out of his depth.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been my not-so-sneaking suspicion for most of qualifying, most of our final tune-ups. And just in time, to really surprise me enough to break my heart in this match, Greg was at least starting these matches in the correct way, setting up his team for success. It was always the first move from the other side that he could not adapt to. It was always plan Bs that were sterile. He took us where few managers have taken us before, but yeah, I tend to agree.
1: We never made adjustments to the Netherlands attacking our wings, and we tried to win crosses against Virgil van Dijk and a 6'8 keeper, and frankly, it's just never good enough hall's team was patient and gave us a pretty solid lesson on the world stage. We need a manager with a little more nous to guide this generation to its full potential.
0: And I do think that's what makes this so agonizing in the moment, but we'll make it a little a little easier to swallow as time passes than our loss to Belgium. This team is very young, and they do have tremendous potential. Between, I mean, our midfield alone— Adams, Musa, Aronson, McKinney. I mean, those guys can be world beaters if they are given the opportunity to succeed and are paired with enough firepower to make sure that they don't have to do all the work. So let's switch gears. Mike is not with us, but he did correctly predict the scoreline of this match, albeit not after extra time. to Argentina. A massive day for Lionel Messi, a man who does not need massive days to further cement his legacy in this game.
1: Uh, Finally got his knockout goal, so that saga is over. And despite a freakish deflection and last-second chance for Australia, Argentina looked like a team who can go the distance.
0: They really did. I mean, the scoreline does Argentina no favors. Signifying how dominant of a victory this was. Even though the Socceroos almost took it to extra time late um, with another fluky deflection that just happened to drop in the box. Um, And if you didn't get a chance to watch this match, uh, check out the first goal. It really was something astonishing. I've never seen a more fortunate deflection in a pressure-packed moment than the Socceroos received, too make this match 2-1, and suddenly perk everyone up. But Argentina carried on, kept their composure, and saw this match out. There was no panic like we may have seen in the Diego Maradona coach sides of yesteryear.
1: That was a measured, mature performance, and they've really grown into this tournament since the Saudi Arabia loss. Um, silver lining of the usa losses now we have a historic behemoth matchup of two of the sports greatest nations plus plenty of world cup history between the two we'll preview tomorrow's action including
0: england senegal and france poland we also will have mike's picks for you at the very end of the pod but first this So, Steve, let's start with France-Poland. What are you looking at in this matchup?
1: France needs to show they can restart their engines after a heavily rotated squad limp to a loss against Tunisia. But losing to Poland would be an all-time shocker. I
0: agree. Um, again, this is a tournament that has had quite a bit of parity. And this isn't Argentina-Australia. But I do think that France is going to be just far and away too talented and too able to do whatever they want against a Poland side that I still am kind of shocked made it through. I'm not really sure how they got here. I know Mexico was toothless, but they really didn't show that much in the group stage either other than the fact that they have Robert Lewandowski and one of the hottest keepers on the planet. And the Juventus man, Chesney, who used to be your boy from Arsenal. But let's talk about England. Like France, there were doubters coming into the tournament. They play one match. They're flying. They look remarkable. Everybody's terrified of them. Didn't they slip up, and it's like, oh, same old England. Are most juggernauts appropriately terrified of the three lions? I know that sounds strange, but this is a stacked side.
1: England seems to be flying under the radar suddenly. Senegal is a tough test and has every chance to get through. It will be interesting to see which England shows up, literally and figuratively, Their manager Gareth Southgate suddenly has some selection questions, and England, both within this tournament and historically, have not been terribly consistent. Either way, this will be a much must watch match.
0: So, before we go, our pick of the day is France minus one over Poland that pays out at minus 110. Feel pretty good about that. Worst case scenario, you're gonna push, just don't see Poland even taking this extra time. Um, And on the other side, we are projecting England to advance to create the tasty matchup of England and France in our quarterfinals. But England, at minus 550, not a lot of value there, and we'd rather see them get their sea legs first before telling you to risk your hard-earned Skrilla On the three lines. We had hoped we'd be bringing you better news, or reflecting on better circumstance, or just been incoherent with joy. But the United States suffered an untimely setback, and such is life. We still have an amazing tournament to cover, and we can't wait to go through all the action. Drink up. It'll make things easier. This has been the Just for Kicks podcast. You can catch us on Instagram at the Just for Kicks podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Just for Kicks FC. Make sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.